0: and here we go this week another eventful week in america kamala harris says stop in the name of the usa i have the same policy as donald trump aoc do you hate me now don't come past my wall of love and there's a new indian strand of COVID-19 19 that is causing blood clots and is very dangerous so remember there's a south african strand there is a brazilian strand there's a british strand but there is no chinese strand uh joey biden's meeting putin oh that's gonna be a real showdown on triller uh the opening fights will be jake paul's sister versus my mother Ah, Mayweather and Logan Paul had a fixed fight. That was fun to watch. Elon Omar is saying the United States committed atrocities. Thanks, Congresswoman, for your patriotism. Terry McAuliffe, another white guy in Virginia, killing the dreams of progressives and yas queens. I did a shoot for HBO with my old friend Donnell Rawlings and he painted his beard black because he's old. What's the dollar? Welcome to Long Days with Giannis Pappas. First for the business, Uh, thank you for coming to my shows in Miami. I really appreciate it. Me and Sergio and Marisa had a great time. She jerked me off in the green room and pet one of Sergio's snakes. We had a fun time in Miami, like, irregardless, like, Miami's really grown. It's crazy. It's expanded. Um, People are really there for um, the no state taxes and it's there's a lot of Brazilians there because they can uh, launder their money through airbnb their apartments that they buy to avoid taxes in their own country. People will always avoid taxes, okay? That's it. We have to have one world communist government that doesn't allow anyone to rob taxes or else you go to the gulag. That's the only way, okay? I'm full-blown communist now. I'm gonna try it for a week, okay? It's like keto, I wanna start doing political philosophies like diets. Why don't we do that, okay? Instead of someone saying, I'm a libertarian, try it for a week. Feel it out. Maybe you'll learn a few things. Try socialism for a week. Maybe you'll learn a few things, and then you'll come out of it with your own diet plan called, give me that cake. (laughs) Which means it's all about you. So all of them have a little something, you know? Can't we just treat all the political philosophies like a buffet, you don't just take the salami slices. Salami slices are like capitalism. They're really the all star of the Italian meats appetizer. Okay? You got your ham there, you got your moradello, you got your jotaposita. What do you call it? Moradello and your spangoli. But everyone goes, for the salami, the peppered salami, that's the capitalism of the Italian meats plate. But without the cheese and without the cracker or the biscotti or whatever you like to put your salami on, it's too much salami. The cheese, that's your socialism. It balance out the capitalism and gives you that nice, perfect taste. Can we stop making socialism and capitalism fight. Okay. They're peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Capitalism is peanut butter. It's the star of the show because peanut butter is a rock star. You can put that shit with chocolate. You can put it in your ass. You can put it on your pussy and have your house dog lick it off. If you're a 60 year old woman who hasn't seen a cock in 10 years and you want to get a little licky licky, it's the all-star dogs will lick it off your ass. But without the peanut butter and jelly, which is your socialism, it's a little too harsh, a little too dry. And then you need your water, and your water is, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a little, um, what they call low income labor. That's your water. You need that so everyone can feel good and can enjoy, can enjoy being middle class because that's what people want to do. Nobody wants to work, okay, Asia? Now, what's going on in China is some of the best news that I have heard all year. The Chinese children, the students there, they're protesting. I don't know if you guys heard about this. They're doing a lay down protests, okay, where all these young students and all these young kids in China are protesting the nine to nine to six culture in China. Which if you didn't know, here's the specific details. In China, they work 9 a.m., which they get to sleep in a little bit, which is nice, right? That beats getting to the office at eight. First, you gotta pack into some sort of train. Have you ever seen um, the Chinese or the Japanese go to work in the morning? I mean, you just wanna say hi um, Can I hire one Chinese guy to help me pack my car? I'm moving to Austin. He'll figure out a way to fit that couch in there. Because let me tell you something. They fit into that subway car, a thousand of them. I mean, that subway car fits a hundred and you could stack Chinese on Chinese and get a thousand fifty in there. They get in there, then they go to work, they unpack and unfold themselves, and they get out of that train car somehow. They go to work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., six days a week. So they have a 12-hour workday and a six-day-a-week workday. I know Americans right now just fainted and had a panic attack. Take Zanny, take some, uh, some Sunday Scaries CBD, do what you gotta do with the information I just gave you. Gross, okay? No, I want to make a TikTok video and get a sponsorship from Bang Energy Drink and work for 10 minutes a day and the rest of the time just grind. Nobody knows what grind means. See, the Chinese work, we grind. You know what American grind means? That means sit around and feel good about your ideas. That's what a grind is, to sit around and go, I'm grinding. Grinding means you're telling people you're grinding. So it's not exactly work. Because work is not fun. I'm sick of people. And when I mean people, I mean um, inspirational speakers in America. That grift. Listen, here's the deal. Nobody who's rich got rich because they went to a Tony Robbins concert. And make no mistake, that is a concert. He comes out there with his big head and he starts clapping. And he's got no rhythm and he dances like Frankenstein. Woo! and he's got his fucking headpiece on like like uh, Bobby Bonilla what's his name Bobby Brown I was about to call him Bobby Bonilla come on man come on man remember Bobby Brown it's my prerogative everybody's talking where do I get that crack from Whitney why don't they just ask for my connect so nobody got rich just being like, you know what, I, I don't have the motivation. Maybe I, if I went to a Tony Robbins concert and paid uh, three thousand dollars, how many people do you think came back saying that was a good investment? I paid a thousand dollars for front row seats at a Tony Robbins concert in Miami, and for some reason, I am still working at Jennifer Couches. Jennifer Couches—they're like the—they're kind of like the. They're Jennifer couches, they're kind of like the Arby's of furniture stores. Raymore and Flanagan, definitely McDonald's. Definitely McDonald's is Raymore and Flanagan. Um, stop telling people to live their dreams. What are you doing? You're lying to people. If you were gonna get rich, it would be in you, okay? You'd have a lazy eye. You'd have some sort of weird Bill Cosby or Jeff Bezos eye, or you'd have no hair, like Elon Musk. Nothing motivates people to success like insecurity, lack of height, or a receding hairline or a lazy eye. Okay? Jason Momoa wasn't born grinding, he was just born beautiful. And some guy said, Hey, will you let me touch your penis and I'll make you Aquaman? And he said, Fuck yeah, dude, it works. It, that beats working at Chipotle. And he did it. You think Charlize Theron is a hard worker? Or did someone just see her in a bank and said, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Can I touch your pussy and put you in a movie? And she said, absolutely, that works for me. Uh, And he said, my name is Harvey Weinstein. Nice to meet you. That is how the world works, okay? Even athletes, do you think they really worked hard? Yeah, they hit the gym and sacrificed the books, but it doesn't hurt being born fast as a gazelle and as tall as a giant either, so it's in you, okay? Stop telling people to live their fucking dreams. This country is obsessed obsessed with work. We gotta be more European. And by European, I mean cheat on your wife. Cheat on your husband. You know? Eat less. You ever go to Paris and have breakfast as an American? I remember I went to Paris for one day as an American and went to breakfast and they put like a little tiny thing of jam with like half a croissant. And they were like, a bon appetit. And I was like... Who am I supposed to give this to? Do you see a two-month-old baby here? I'm an American. What I want is a burger with a side of cheese fries and a hot dog on the side, brother. It's breakfast time. Give me an omelet, and I I want the lumberjack special, brother. When you come to our country and you want to know what our cuisine is, just ask me to take you to breakfast. And I'll take you to the local diner and get yourself a Lumberjack Special. What's the Lumberjack Special? Well, it's named after Lumberjacks, and those are some hungry blue-collar people that don't exist anymore, brother, because they're all working at banks while Mexicans do that work. But a Lumberjack Special is everything on the menu for breakfast, brother. Want some flapjacks? We'll give you that. How about a burger and a side of omelet? With home fries sausage and a half a pig. $6.99 with cheese fries deluxe. People are who they are, okay? You can't you can't just be all work. And plus accept work. Okay? It's not supposed to be fun. Why don't you go online, Gary V, or and just tell people live a life. All jobs are respectable. All jobs. What's wrong with me? All jobs are respectable. It's called work because it's not play. It's not supposed to be fun. Not everybody's out there supposed to be making internet videos and content. Okay, some people have to work, and there's nothing wrong with that. You get your pleasure in your personal life. Build a life. Be around people you like. Make some friends. Join a chess club. Play Dungeons and Dragons. Go do one of those like adult uh, you know swingers parties. Do something fun, dude. Join, you know, go see Rocky Horror Show, and uh, and yell at the screen. I love how white people have one movie that they'll yell at the screen for, and black people have every movie that they'll yell at the screen for. There's a motorcycle here. Yanni, a lumberjack, specialism log splitting, the most feminine-looking man on the ladder. Son, you don't make sense. All jars are respectable. Yanni Biden. Yes. Did I say all jars are respectable? (laughs) Anytime Yanni says a word wrong, take a shot. (laughs) You would be hammered. Comment roulette. When I look down, I read what I see. The episode is going live to my Instagram as it does every Instagram. Uh, I got live dates coming up in Richmond, Tampa, San Antonio. So please go to yannispappascomedy.com and get your tickets your tickets if you live in that area, please. So Natalie Portman turns 40. Natalie Portman is 40, which means her Botox is one month old. (laughs) When you turn 40 in Hollywood, do you think you get cold calls from plastic surgeons in Beverly Hills? You know how like when you turn 80, And Hasidic Jews just show up on your door and say, do you want to sell your house? We'll buy it in cash. Do you have Alzheimer's? Perfect. Here's the deal. I'll give you 40 cash for your house. And your grandmother's like, I wanted to leave it to my son, but okay. I can play a lot of bingo with $40,000. Take my home in Ridgewood, Queens. And he says, sold. Do you think just like that, Plastic surgeons just show up on Natalie Portman's door, like, hey, what's up, Natalie? We heard you just turned 40. You want a little you want to tighten up a little bit? And she's like, Yeah, just take away the wrinkles. Okay? Just make my face look like a scream mask. Just just Jennifer Aniston, my face. Just kill every nerve and take away the wrinkle. Because people can't tell. Nobody can tell that I've had Botox. So, Natalie Portman. Um, she's an Israeli-American actress. Um, we're all waiting for her tweet about how to solve the issue um, because I think Mark Ruffalo almost nailed it. We just need Natalie Portman to weigh in and then Gail Gadot after that. And I think, um, and then we, we just need, and another one, what's his name? DJ Khalid. Can't we just solve the Israeli-Palestinian issue by having DJ Khalid, who's Palestinian, I believe, fight Gail Gadot, who's Wonder Woman, uh, in a trans wrestling match. That's a callback to the last episode. So Ohio, the great state of Ohio, okay? Where Youngstown is, Kelly Pavlik, okay? Boxer came from Youngstown. You know who else comes from Youngstown? The great comedian Mike Vecchione, okay? I was born in an American town. The first time I look you, I think um, at every person in Ohio's wedding, they play Bruce Springsteen. Born down in a dead man's town. The first time I look you hit the ground. Nobody knows any words to any songs. Um, I was born in a small town. Who's that? Kevin McCorphick Yep, sings that. Um, the great state of Ohio has filed a lawsuit against Google. Um claiming that it needs to declare itself a public utility. Interesting. Is this laying the groundwork for what the future will be? Are we going to break up these tech barons, if you will? Because these tech tycoons are the new industrial capitalists. We've spoken about it before. And tech and the internet are the new railroads. And what are we going to do? Okay, the Barons, they built the railroads and they made trillions until the U.S. government said, hmm, you're more of a public utility. This isn't fair. Um, we, have to, we have to declare you a monopoly and break you up. So here could be one of the first steps from somebody taking down Google and they're saying it's unfair because Google sells you their stuff first. Whatever you Google, it's even called Google, you know? Is there another word for search? Ask Jeeves gave it a try, but that didn't really work out. Ask Jeeves, that didn't really work. So it's Google, it's got a nice ring to it. Google it, Google it. Do you think they thought of that? Google it. Because initially it was just a search engine, right? And they were up against Yahoo, Yahoo it, it does it. so much is just marketing, right? It's just, it's just marketing, dude, right? It's the, di- what's the difference between a, uh, an Old Navy shirt and a Lacoste shirt? They both shrink in the dryer. They were both made at the same Chinese factory by Chinese kids who want to now lay down. They don't want to work nine to nine to six, but one of them's got a monkey on it and the other one just says Old Navy in the back, but they're both made in China, It's the same shit, but marketing is the difference. So Ohio is claiming that, you know, Google pushes their products first, and it's true. That's what happens. If you had the search engine, and then you also had like Google products, and you search for um, dildo, some subsidiary-owned Google store is gonna pop up and sell you those dildos. You don't know Google owns that uh, dildo store, but they do. And why wouldn't they make that extra money if they control the pipeline? And basically Google is the information pipeline and now information has finally culminated into being absolute currency. If you, if you hold the algorithm in your hand and the way you do that is by bikini shots, the more bikini shots you, you have, the higher up the algorithm will place you. So if you have the algorithm in your hand, it's money. So Google obviously controls their algorithm, their search engine, and they push their products forward. And Ohio's saying enough of that. Enough of that. This is a class action suit. And who knows, maybe this will catch fire. Maybe, um, it seems, it always comes down to the big three, like the Miami Heat when they had their little run. You know, you consolidate into one, right? It's like everything gets consolidated into like a Walmart business model eventually. And then it gets broken up a little bit. And then there's like two others. There's always like McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. You'll always have your little Arby's or your Charles Jr.'s local um, competitors. But the three big boys always end up being. So maybe this will end up being a Google, Yahoo, Amazon, um, and then there'll be like a Spirit Airlines of Google, where you Google like T-shirts, and um, and 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 just FUBU shirts will show up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there'll be a. Do you think there'll ever be like a BET of a Google BET? Like there's a Black Twitter, like there's a Black Network, like there's a Black a Black Comedy Circuit. Maybe eventually Black people will be like, you know, fuck Google, man. You know. I'm trying to Google dudes without their shirts on, and all's coming out is Jason Momoa and Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? I wanna see Kyrie Irving without his shirt on, you know? I- I'm gay on the down low. I-, I, you know, I don't got time to be filtering out all these white dudes. I wouldn't I need to see black dudes others. I wanna see Donnell Rawlings, who- who- whose body is shaped like a Ken doll. I want to see that. I want to see Gano Rawlings fucking his arms like that. I want to just, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to get off on it. I'm just trying to feel better about my body. And they'd be like, I don't want to filter out all these Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise shirtless shirts. Shirtless shirts. <laughs> shirtless bodies. So maybe they will be like a FUBU. Who's the dude on Shark Tank who, um, who runs FUBU? Nah, nah, nah. The Miami Heat was literally the NBA challenging itself to another Chicago Bulls because it forgot how to do that after the Lakers three-peat. You fail me? Who's the, guy, who's the guy on Shark Tank? There's, there's one guy in on Shark Tank who started FUBU. He's, he's a fucking multi-millionaire. Dude, listen to me. I want to go on Shark Tank and pitch a black search engine. I mean, come on with this fucking Google shit. It even sounds like, did you Google it? I want to hear. Did you? I mean it. Y'all hurt? Call it. Y'all hurt. And then when you Google it, it goes. <laughs> bee, 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 bee. There's like a DJ when you Google it. When you put a Google in, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> bee, 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 bee. And another one. Y'all fail me. Let's give it some fucking flavor. You know what I mean? When you Google something, fucking a couple of backup dancers from the '90s come out and start breaking and shit like that. Come on, dog. Make the Google a little fascinating. Like there's a twist. Like there's like a, you know, a a record just twisting or some shit. Something. So uh, Logan Paul, I guess, um, did a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight with uh, Money Mayweather. It was an absolute circus. Um, Yanni got a billion dollar idea. Thank you, Omar is wild. LeBron, LeBron ain't never flopped, yeah, and I've never masturbated. Um, this is a good one. Dios que rápido hablo, este tipo está como drogado. So there's someone in here who's speaking either Portuguese or Spanish. You heard search engine? Yeah, it's called you. You heard search engine? <laughs> yes, get the gay out. Yeah. If you're ready to start your day and you're not feeling very masculine, try Get the Gay Out with Giannis Pappas. For $2.99, you can watch the video where Giannis teaches you how to get the gay out. Yes. Yes. Okay, now go out there and be a man. So they did a little dance, make a little love. Logan Paul, who looked like fucking Andre the Giant or Hulk Hogan out there, fighting mayweather who looked like beetlejuice i mean logan paul i think he's about six two six one but the kid is built like someone who knows how to fly under the radar when he's juicing there's no way logan paul wasn't juiced up and on coke for that fight because he took a couple of stiff fucking hooks and he stayed up. But I guess that's what happens when you get hit by somebody who's so much smaller than you. I don't know if Mayweather has the power to knock out a big dude. Although there was that one clip that's on the internet that's spawning conspiracies where it looked like um, Logan Paul got knocked out and Mayweather held him up. Who knows? It's probably fixed. They probably met before and said, hey, we're going to make millions and millions and millions of dollars, dude let's just make it go eight so we both win. Logan Paul probably said, hey, look, you're gonna make the money anyway, so let's just hit each other a bunch, dance around, and um, we'll both win because if I go eight with you, it's really a victory for me because everyone's expecting me to get knocked out. And if you beat me a little bit, everyone expects that. So beat me up a little bit and um, you know, people aren't gonna expect you to be like, ah, he's not big enough to knock him out. He's not 21 anymore. It it almost looked like they both had those posts Fight um, comments planned, Um, and like most people who tell you to believe in something, it's probably not real. Okay, because afterwards, look, Paul, Logan Paul gave his Rocky speech. He's like, "If I can do it, you can do it. We can all do it, Adrian." But instead of Adrian, he was like, "Where am I? Where am I? Horse? Where am I? Horse?" Because I mean, the kid gets. Pussy, barrels and barrels of pussy. I just picture like his lackeys just wheeling in barrels of pussy after his events the way bootleggers wheeled in fucking illegal alcohol into some basement somewhere, just barrels and barrels of it. You know those videos of like Chicago cops just fucking breaking open those barrels and spilling the wine out? You know they didn't feel good about that. You know a few of them put their fucking face under it when the cameras went off. I just picture he has a prohibition level of booze except you substitute it with pussy at his disposal. Logan Paul. There's no way Logan Paul doesn't go gay at some point. That's the thing. When you're that masculine, he's got his testosterone up because he boxes and he's on steroids. So those two things are going to juice that guy's uh, confidence his testosterone, his masculinity up, and uh he can have any girl he wants. Like the girls, he's touching girls that when you touch their skin, it's like silk. It's like fine Chinese silk, and he takes that for granted. Isn't that wild how the universe works? There's guys who just want to touch that soft skin once in their life, and they never will they never will. Okay, they'll end up with some girl when they touch. When, when they touch their skin, it, it, it feels like they're just running their hand over Chris Farley's body, okay? Or they're just gonna, it just be a little, it's just like, you know, stubble rashes and stuff. And he touches these girls, their skin is like silk. And everyone wants just once, everyone else would just want one time to touch that silk, okay? And Logan Paul's just sitting there, there's grapes being put into his mouth, he's being like, nice silk, nice silk. Nice silk, nice silk. Okay, I've had enough. Now give me a rod. I'm bored. I need a rod. It's like Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. There's no way Magic Johnson didn't bang a dude. There's no way. When you have thousands and thousands of girls, there's no way you don't go, okay, I'm bored. I don't care how good girls are. I mean, I feel that way about pizza, and I put pizza up there with women. The t- what, if you were to, If you were to make a holy trinity of best things on the planet... For a straight guy, one of them is women. The second one of them is definitely pizza. And the third one is definitely um, No Snakes on the the Plane movie. Those three are the greatest. Do you remember that movie, Snakes on a Plane? (laughs) It's like God blew up a balloon, drew a face on it, and then blew it up some more. What are you talking about? Logan Paul's gonna spread for Marisa exactly he'll get to a point where he'll call me and be like yo yanni and i'll be like what's up logan i'm a big fan you know i'll lie or whatever and he'll be like um yeah man look uh i'm a fan of your comedy decent you know i know you're friends with tim dylan I-, I like him but um but yo here's the deal man i can't feel anymore because i've had so much puss puss i'm talking about puss puss like you haven't heard that like i can't i can't even get up anymore for just regular stuff would you mind putting on the outfit for me because like trans isn't enough for me. I banged a couple dudes, that got boring. So what I need is a guy who doesn't wanna do this but also has the talent to pull off another human being who happens to be trans but isn't really trans. That's the only thing I got left right now. So can I fuck Maurice dog? I'll give you $30 billion. Who gives a shit? I just wanna feel again. You can't have too much, Right? Because everything becomes trite and you become numb to everything. The universe is always seeking balance and moderation. The ancient Greeks always said, pan, metron, ariston, everything in moderation. And I'll tell you what's not moderate is Logan Paul's lifestyle, for sure. So who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, next step, president and vice president. Why the fuck not? Would you vote for the Paul brothers? I would. Who the hell? How great would it be if the most prominent politicians in our land become, I don't know if you heard, Alyssa Milano is gonna run. So who's the boss now? Really? I mean, Alyssa Milano. What is she saying? She's running for what? Besides Yas Queen of the Year? I know she's already won that election. Logan Paul getting pegged by Dan Men 814. <laughs> and then there's the, the Spanish girl still here calling me guapo. Yo es un guapo muchacho. Please marry me. She speaks English too. Maurice versus Caitlyn Jenner. 12 rounds for the, for the governorship of California. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dog. Let's go full-blown Nero at the end of this re- empire. So I would love to see a world where it's just Caitlyn Jenner is governor of California. Alyssa Milano is governor of of a state that has been taken over by hashtag me too and it's just called me too. Give them Idaho and let that be the headquarters for those fucking Charlie's Angels bitches to just fucking cancel. And then of course we'll have Jake and Logan Paul as president and vice president. Guys, let's talk hair loss. A lot of people have been commenting about how good my hair looks and how full it's gotten. I'll tell you why. I'm here to help you. I'm here to put you in on a little secret. Yanni's been using Keeps, okay? They send me the stuff because they're a sponsor, and I've been using it, and look how full my— Right now, I look like George Clooney. I got George Clooney's thickness— And my hair was always like a little thin and now I got volume. The best way to deal with hair loss, which as you know, more than 50 million men in America suffer from some sort of hair loss, is to be preventative. That's why you have to deal with Keeps because they offer a free, simple, stress-free way. I meant stress-free. Nothing's free in this world. It's stress-free, not free. But, Treatments start as low as $10 per month, and they offer generic versions. This is how it goes. I went through it, okay? What you do is you do a virtual consultation. I mean, that's a great thing. You don't gotta go anywhere. You don't gotta talk to some elaborate. Everyone's like, how do I do this? Because people who have hair loss, they're like, all right, how do I go about, you know, being preventative, dealing with my hair loss? Boom, you do a virtual consultation with a doctor, who lets you know what's the dollars. And after he tells you what's the dollars, he sends you discreet packaging that gives you proven results. Take a look at me as your example. If you're ready to take action and you're ready to prevent your hair loss, go to keeps.com slash fumes to receive your first month of treatment for free. So maybe I was telling the truth. The first month, is free, free of charge. So all you gotta do is start, and the beginning's free. It's beautiful. That's keeps.com slash fumes to get your first month free, okay? Remember, the slash fumes, very easy. Keeps.com slash fumes, and these prescribed medications will be delivered right to your home after your online doctor consult. Tation. so hop on board and get that full head of hair like yanni mm-hmm. there you go A little sunday scaries cbd gummy now i'm ready to talk about how yanni deals with his scaries you just saw it i'm ready to do this ad i'm nervous i want to get it right You get stressed out. We all get stressed out. We all got anxiety. CBD relaxes you. Thank God humanity has discovered the benefits of CBD. Sundayscaries.com to get 25% off using the promo code Giannis. My name, you got the gummies, you got the little joints here that have, uh, you know, vitamin B in them. You got the little drip drops if you like to drip it. If you're into science experiments, you want to drip it on your tongue, bubba, you got it all. Sundayscaries.com to get your favorite CBD products um, so you can do away with the scaries, okay? What what are your stressful situations, right? You got a big job interview? If you don't drop a CBD gummy before a big job interview, you're not playing with a full deck, bubba. You gotta be smart and you gotta relax. This stuff helps you relax. It's what I use, Sunday Scaries. I love the company. I love their CBD products. So remember, go to sundayscaries.com to get 25%. That's a quarter off your order using the promo code Giannis. Okay, do away with your scaries. Get a good night's sleep. You wanna talk to that girl? Give Give yourself a little advantage. CBD, you come over, you're like, hey, babe, what's up? She's like, God, this guy's relaxed. God, this guy's together and cool. And then you just go, thank you, Sunday Scaries. Sundayscaries.com, promo code Giannis to get yourself some unicorn jerky. So I did a fun shoot at uh, for HBO Max, the legendary Stan Latham, Stan Latham. Um, of Deaf Comedy Jam fame, and uh Don L. Rawlings hosted it. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was comedy in a subway car. So um, I think that's accurate. I think it's nice to finally show what stand-up comedy, what kind of uh, an addiction it is, because stand-up comedy will be around no matter what type of nuclear war or asteroid hits us, there'll be three things that survive and evolve. It'll be rats, cockroaches, and stand-up comics performing for rats and roaches. We always find a way. We are the rats and roaches of the entertainment business. You're never gonna see Natalie Portman. She's gonna be like, what? You know, you notice during the um the quarantine, there was no actors going like, We gotta, we gotta continue to perform. Let's put on a play outside in the park and let's do Shakespeare. Um, Come see a free concert. It's uh, Gary Oldman and Natalie Portman doing um, Death of a Salesman because they just need to act. No, stand-up comics were like, we need to perform. So you don't have to pay me. You don't have to give me any money. I will go to your outdoor backyard space and put on a show for your dog and your grandmother and you. There was comedians on top of rooftops, they were on bridges, they were in fucking subway cars. They were all over the place doing shows in the park. How do you do a show where there's no fucking walls? Where there's no difference between the audience and people living their life? You can't do a fucking show there. You need at least an amphitheater, some sort of partition between you and your event and the rest of the world or you're just a homeless person screaming into the night. Comedians, stop it. Why did we do a show in a fucking subway car, okay? I told them, I was like, this crowd is good, but you're not as good as the F train was at the 12 o'clock show. And I did the late show last night. It was for three dead people, and one of them peed on the floor when I was doing my closer. Why are we on a train? Who's coming up with these fucking ideas? Can't we just leave stand-up in a room live, maybe on television, fine, on the internet, and clips. Why are we putting them? Bo Burnham just did a fucking special with no audience in his living room. Okay? The wheel is circular. You can't make it into a square and then expect your car to move forward. It's a circle. Some things are done. Some things are done. Sometimes there's nothing outside of the box, okay? Sometimes everyone's going right because there is no left, okay? Stand-up comedy needs a fucking audience and it needs a partition. It needs some type of fucking partition. Preferably a roof, preferably a fucking roof. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there is no thinking out of the box. There was another kid, I, I can't remember his name, where he did, a, he did his HBO special, where he did his jokes with no as a monologue with no audience, and we tried that out. That doesn't work, dude. That's like playing baseball without the other team. Can we stop? So people are talking about Bo Burnham's special. I love Bo Burnham. He's a talented fucking kid who suffers from giantism, and he's very talented. He plays the keyboard, and he fucking makes people happy but I'm not gonna sit down and watch a comedy special that was shot in your living room with no audience. It's not a comedy special. That's called mental fucking illness. If I just turn on my camera and say, welcome to my show, everybody, and it's not even streaming live, I mean, what are we doing? Yanni's eyes are that close cuz he was already abducted by aliens cuz. Giannis, please marry me tomorrow afternoon. I need an excuse to get out of work. Okay, I will. Giannis's eyes are closer than him and Chrissy. Well, then they're far apart. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, there are uh, cruise ships are back. Thank God. What would we do? What would we do without obese people filing on to an obese ship? to eat food that makes them even more obese while they have to rub antibacterial uh, lotion all over their body every 10 steps they take. You've never been in a cruise ship, right? So uh, what you do is you get on there and then there's just a slave class of people who work on the ship and live on the ship. Um, They tend to be uh, from like the Cayman Islands or Guana or some shit like that or uh, Filipino, and they just like live on the ship, which can't be healthy. You know what I mean? To live on a ship. And it's just an incubator for germs where they're aware of that. So, because when you're out to sea and you're just trapped indoors with everybody, that's how uh, viruses spread, obviously. Um, and so every 10 feet, there's just someone going, washi, washy washi, washy, And they just squirt, um, you know, what is it called? Antibacterial, what's that called? Come on, man. Purel, Purell. where the fuck? Purel, but what's what is it? Antibacterial. What is it called? Come on, man. Huh? Hand sanitizer. hand sanitizer. Come on, man. Are you one hundred percent sure I don't have a brain tumor? You're not a doctor. You can't diagnose it. You're fine. So yeah, every ten steps you just get hand sanitizer, and then you go out to a pool. You go out to a pool. So they simulate the land. They simulate the land in the sea. So you're out to see, first of all, where the Russian submarines can get you, okay? And you're simulating a resort. Why not just go to the fucking resort? If you want to be fat and not explore anything culturally and you want to sit by a pool and drink micheladas until you get bloated like a goddamn dead body that the mafia threw in a fucking canal, why not just go to Cancun to the hard rock and watch me go crazy and, uh, you know, take my fucking bathing suit off and pass out face down in a sauna or do water aerobics next to some Brazilian guy who's drinking himself to death. If you see at a guy by himself at an all-inclusive resort, he's there to slowly kill himself. He lost all his money investing in Bitcoin. He's gambled away his kid's tuition and he's gone, let me just do this fucking leaving Las Vegas style. Okay, I'm gonna go to Cancun, all hard rock, $1,100. <laughs> The thing about all-inclusive is it works great for Americans who are spoiled, who like to get value. They like volume over quality. It's great for fat, fucking obese, spoiled Americans. And it's also great for alcoholics. I mean, you're basically saying, hey, dude, you want to attend an open bar for seven days? (laughs) Nobody, because when you go to an all-inclusive, there's couples who are like not that well off. And they just, you know, they need to be, you know, there's a Cancun class. Okay, there's a Cancun class that rests right between the middle class and the lower class. It's called Cancun class, which means you do all inclusives in Cancun, and you're in between lower class and middle class. You could afford $1,100 off peak in August when it's 125 degrees to fucking stuff your face with infinity amount of food. You're Cancun class. So you go there and you see Cancun class people, right? It's like couples, you know, who have like two jobs and are there for six days. And it's the only week they've had off in the whole decade. And they go there and they drink themselves into oblivion. And plus uh, Kelly Chestnut is playing at the fucking Cancun Hard Rock or whatever. Kelly Chestnut, one of the fucking... I mean, every country singer's name is Chestnut to me. So Randy Chestnut's playing and you go there and... You know, you crack a beer and your jeans are falling off and your boot fell in the river, in the river. And then there's just single guys in Speedos from every country around the world, Norway, Sweden. And you always go like, hey man, if you live in such a beautiful place like Norway, why would you be here in the summer, dude? You only get like three months of sunshine in the Norwegian summer. Why don't you just go enjoy like those beautiful mountains, the... 12 hours of sunlight, you know? What are you doing in Cancun, Mexico at the Hard Rock Cafe, which is basically the wet willies of hotels? Why are you here? And then you go, oh. You're an alcoholic who knows a good deal when he sees one. This is a 24-hour open bar for you. (laughs) And those are the two types of people you see at an all-inclusive. Alcoholics and people who are in the Cancun class. Yanis, gracias por querer casarte conmigo. Eres un hombre, hombre. Si y me gustaría ser tu esposa. So who knows what she just said. Fauci opening up cruises, praying for the Grand Cayman variant to validate himself and downplay his emails. Anthony Fauci, dude, your emails would have never even been asked for by the Freedom of Information Act if nobody knew who you were. Again, why are you a content creator now? Do you know that even Anthony Fauci is a content creator now? He's creating content, dude. He's writing a book, he's appearing on every news program with his Long Island accent going, you know, this is my last hurrah. You know, I'm 80 years old, but dude, you're a squeak. You're going to live to 100. Short guys live forever, dog. So don't worry about it. But why were you ever in front of the cameras? Why was Fauci, I'll tell you why. Because they hated Donald Trump so much and they wanted him out so bad that Fauci became like the face of the pandemic that opposed Trump going, don't worry, don't worry, French kiss, it's fine, you know, it's just a Chinese flu, whatever. And Fauci was like, no, you're gonna die, go inside, put your mask on, don't put your mask on, put your mask on. And he's just not a PR-educated spokesperson, like we've said many times. So, you know, his emails revealed that he was saying, ah, the mask doesn't do that much, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. He contradicted himself a bunch of times. And part of it is that, look, the science on this has been ongoing. So you have to understand that. But that's why you shut the fuck up. When you don't know, shut the fuck up. Say less. The most dangerous guy in jail is not the fucking guy who's going, yo, man, what the fuck you looking at, dog? I kill everybody up in this piece. No, the most dangerous guy in the jail is the guy sitting there quiet going, hey, 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 Okay? Because you don't know what that motherfucker's about. The less you say, the more powerful you are. The more credence everyone gives what you say. The more authority you have. When you run in your mouth to create content, you're gonna slip up, trust me. You're like a comedian who does every podcast under the sun and then gets a TV deal and they go, wait a second. You said this on episode 3,197 of Legion of Skanks. Do you remember that? And you're like, fuck, I don't remember that. Goddamn Luis J. Gomez, you did it to me again. You're putting out too much content, Fauci. You're putting out too much content. You're, sat, you're oversaturating yourself. You're overstaying your welcome, dude. I mean, who has been on the news more than fucking Fauci? You know? Every fucking news program has an interview with Fauci. And they are always softball interviews too, like, hey, how are you dealing with this critique and pressure? Dude, the public is stupid, but they ain't that stupid, Okay. Once you lie to them once and you started with that mask lie, telling people don't wear a mask because you were concerned about the supply. You were concerned about the supply of masks? You were concerned? I have about 50 billion plastic cups in here because I don't want to do dishes and I'm too old to care about the environment, but you were scared we were going to run out of fucking mix? And then we see the email that you say, you're not even sure if the mask protects you or whatever, even though you sold this whole thing. Well, hey, it doesn't protect you, it protects me. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure who's protected. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever, have you read all the science on it? They're confused. They're going, okay, look, when I wear a mask, it doesn't protect me, it protects you from me. And then you're going, what? Wait a second, if you have a mask, aren't I protected from you? You're going, no, you're protected from me but I'm not protected from you. So if I'm wearing a mask and I'm not protected from you, but, I, but you're protected from me and you're wearing a mix, okay? And you're not protected from me, you're protected from me. I see, I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused. I thought you wear a mask, I'm protected from you. Also, I can't smell your farts, which it was fucking libertarianism for the farts during quarantine. Let them rip right in the middle of a marshals. Free reign, baby. Masks do work on farts. We're not 100% sure how efficacious they are with corona, but they do hover at about 97% keeping you safe from the smell of my fucking farts. And the way I was eating during the quarantine... Whoa, (laughs) guys, I am so excited to share this sponsor with you. I use them. This is the best in the modern world with all the amenities of modernity. You know, you don't have time to go to the supermarket or the money. It's so expensive to get all your products and, you know, make your own stuff. Dude, hello, fresh has the meal ready for you to cook. It makes it fun. I love HelloFresh, okay? You get pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. What good are the amenities of modernity if you don't use them, okay? Use them. Utilize them. Take advantage of them. The food comes right to your door. You unpack it, Boom, it's right there. Me and my wife have been doing it together. We spend quality time getting the meals prepared and HelloFresh makes it so easiest uh, easy to do. It's America's number one meal kit for a reason. HelloFresh, okay? They, it cuts out all the stressful meal planning and the grocery store trips uh, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes, okay? And you can get back to watching long days. You have a lot of podcasts to watch. So this just cuts out all the unpleasant parts of getting your meal ready and delivers it right to your doorstep. Talk about the amenities of modernity. I love HelloFresh because these meals are quick and easy. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes, that's all it takes. You want breakfast on the go? Bang. Easy, 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 easy. And the options are beautiful. Okay, they offer twenty-seven plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals and calorie-smart choices to craft burgers and extra special gourmet stuff. So, depending on your mood, you want something five-star? Bang, you got it from HelloFresh. You're in the mood for a burger? Now, you know how girls get naughty. They treat it like we're committing a crime. I mean, I want a burger. Oh my god, let's get a burger. Stop. Let's. I want. It, I'm feeling naughty. Let's have a burger. HelloFresh has you there too. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. So there you go. You're saving money, you're saving time. It's fun, it's easy. Me and my wife, since we hooked up with HelloFresh, have just been enjoying getting these meals together and it's really connected us. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I mean, it's, it's really, I love this because I can't do all that. So I love it when it's done for me and I just, boom, I put it together and cook it. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Long Days 12. Okay, that's the promo code. HelloFresh.com slash Long Days 12. Use the code long, long Days 12. You're saying, why is it Long Days 12? Because you get 12 free meals, including free shipping. What's the Dallas? Are you kidding me? 12 free meals and free shipping. You're all going to try it, aren't you? Go right now to HelloFresh, sign up, choose the meals you like and just enjoy, man. It really is a bonding experience for me and my wife and with our baby it just makes it so much easier. Easier? Do I have a brain tumor? Easier? It makes the or maybe I'm just from Spain. It makes it easier um for us And uh, it's what we need right now. It's a real lifesaver. So again, go to HelloFresh.com slash LongDays12. LongDays12 is your promo code for 12 free meals, baby. And you're going to love it. Let me ask you a question. Make no mistake, Whitney Cummings has been sending Fauci nudes all year. Comment roulette. I look down, I, I read what I see. Joe Biden has just committed to sending 500 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine to the rest of the world. See, Elon Omar, we're not so bad. We do some good things. Elon Omar, Michelle of the squad, right? She's number two. She's number two, okay? If AOC's Justin Timberlake, she's J.C. Shazza's all right, Chris Kirkpatrick is the one with the glasses. I don't even know her name. And Elon Omar has come in, uh, come under fire because she tweeted about how we've all done atrocities. In her defense, she said Hamas, Afghanistan. She listed a bunch, right? She was like, Afghanistan, United States, Israel, so she came under fire because the critics are saying she's making them all equivalent. Are all atrocities equ- equivalent? Yes, they are all equivalent. Is Israel overall equivalent to Hamas? There is where the controversy comes. Um is uh is Israel fully represented by the people who are Taking those homes, not 100%, you know, Israelis aren't unified on what's going on. Some of them are very critical of the government and the government a lot of times isn't involved or is involved depending on who's at the helm, what administration is in. It's a democracy, it's a democracy. Is a democracy better than a theocracy or a dictatorship? For the time being for the time being, is a dictatorship or theocracy probably inevitable? Probably. Humans can't handle democracy either. But it's not like that means theocracy or dictatorship is good either. It's all bad. It's all bad. We probably should have never evolved past chimp and we'd have a, be having a great time as pygmy chimps fucking picking gnats out of each other's hair and swinging from trees eating bananas. How much better would it be if you never had a bacon cheeseburger? You wouldn't know what you would be missing. That banana would be the most delicious five-star fucking restaurant you ever had. You'd be sharing a banana with some chick that you're about to bang. You'd humper, move on to the next one. And the pygmy chimps would never think any different of you or judge you at all because you're a different religion. I mean, they don't have different religions. They're fucking simple, the pygmy chimps. They live in peace and they fuck a lot. We probably should have never evolved past chimps. Thank you, dogs. This is all your fucking fault. Because without dogs, we would never have evolved. Never involved. Did I miss an... Uh, Mika Deuce? 815 says, Did I miss an amenities of modernity? Not yet, but I just said one. Cuz, be a dictator and take over the damn country. Okay, I will. So, Ilan Omar... Is she, is that a false equivalency is the point. Is calling America and Hamas are putting their atrocities together and indicting both? Does it imply that they're both the same? I don't think so. I think it depends on how you read the tweet. You know, I think it depends on how you read the tweet. The problem comes when you're going like, aren't you a congresswoman? Like, shouldn't you just be focusing on us and what's best for us? And who hasn't committed atrocities, Ilan Omar? You're from Somalia. You don't think there's atrocities being committed in Somalia that have nothing to do with the United States or Israel or Hamas? Everyone commits atrocities. The point is, we're the first world over here where you desperately escape to we commit a lot less atrocities. And sometimes in the adult world, atrocities are the unfortunate, unfortunate side effect of trying to do good, okay? You can't sometimes go in and help by saying, hey guys, I'm here to talk to you and try to convince you to do the right thing. Sometimes you have to speak softly but carry a big stick. And by stick, I mean stealth bomber. It's what it is. It's the adult world. I am, Alan uh, O'Meara, you definitely, um, definitely are a unique congresswoman And that you're looking out for everyone else. Because um, other countries don't think about us. They don't say, hey, what's going to be best for America? You know what else they don't do? They don't send us 500 fucking million vaccines on the house. Vaccines? No, 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 no. Okay? I'm Robert De Niro on Goodfellas. No, no, no. Rest of the world, third world. No, no. It's my bar, drinks. They're on the house. Vaccines? On the house. We're kind of a good country to do that. We're looking out for other people. That's a good thing. And that's the thing people often forget about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is it's between Hamas. Hamas fired rockets. That's what started this. And then you're going there, they're firing rockets because some dudes are stealing houses. Yes, that is true too. But also all the Arab countries attacked Israel in what year was it? 1967? 1967 and tried to wipe it off the face of the earth, and also all those countries don't want to recognize it and wipe it off the face of the earth, and also recently, only a few of those neighboring countries only recently officially recognized Israel as a country. So it's, it's not all one-sided. Are there crazy people in Israel who are just jacking homes and living on that frontier and encroaching further and further onto that territory? yes. Did they take more territory during that war of 67 or whatever it was? Yes. Did they start that war? No. Did they open it up uh, for Jews to continue to come because it's a safe place for Jews because Jews are always fucking discriminated against for being a smart tribe and just doing their thing and people always blame them for some fucking reason because they're the head of the class and people hate the head of the class? Yes. Was there a Holocaust I hate to break it to you, Owen Benjamin. There was, okay? I think uh, I think my family was in Crete where the people who um, did the Holocaust came and killed all my relatives. So, ooh, I felt that. Ooh, I felt the burn. I felt the Greek burn. I'll never be sane. I'll never be sane because my mother's from the island of Crete. And if you don't know about us, Google it. We're like the Sicilians and the Greeks. Even the Greeks... Want to stay away from us. We're fucking nuts. We're not cra I do a character who I pretend to be trans. I'm not right in the head, but I have a fucking fire of independence in me from my philotimo that can never be extinguished. Eletheria i Which in Greek means give me freedom or death. See, even the fucking Americans took that from Greece. Thomas Paine didn't invent that shit. Okay? Give me freedom or give me death. Because when I started talking about the Nazis, I felt ready to go. I felt ready to go. I felt ready to just step up to someone and get beat up. So it's a complicated situation over there. And um, the problem is the the irony of what the amenities of modernity have done for us is they've provided us with so much information and made information so available to anyone free of charge. You don't need to be able to afford a school. You don't need anything. You can get every single piece of information that virtually has ever been disseminated onto the human race uh, on your phone. And the irony is we've become more childish. We've We've researched less, we read less, and we filter less through the adult mind which understands nuance. Everything now is memes and hashtags and slogans and anything that variates from your meme, hashtag, or slogan is considered to be Nazi ideology. If you don't stick to the exact slogan, and you variate a little bit into some of the gray zones of the adult world, you are ultimately either a Nazi or a communist. So that has is what the internet has done. But the internet, to me, net positive. It, it's allowed a lot more people to make it in their fields and to get their, their name out there. The problem is, you know, uh, it's spoiled us and comfort corrupts always so people don't challenge themselves to think outside their box, to talk to other people. And uh, that's why Terry McAuliffe in Virginia, who is being called a conservative Democrat, I guess you got to label him that because now there's a progressive wing of that party that really ran the tables um, statewide in their uh, 2017 elections, 2020 uh, on, on all levels, there was a lot of progressive Democrats and, and diverse. You had a trans member. You had, like, uh, Latino, black, whatever it was. And uh, Terry, McAuliffe, who's, uh, Terry McAuliffe, who's the former governor of Virginia Democrat, now just won the primary against five other Democrats with a 62% majority. What does that mean? People are reading into it. Are they going like, is he the Joe Biden? Is he the Joe Biden? And did he get Did he? Did he get this landslide victory in the primary? And maybe the end of these progressive dreams in Virginia, although some progressive things were achieved, uh, med, uh, uh, wider access to Medicaid, voting rights uh, laws that expanded stuff, et cetera, et cetera. There was some progressive things that were enacted because there's a progressive governor, progressive local officials who got elected, Go Google all their fucking names. Who can remember them all? And they're going like, did he get elected like Joe Biden? Is this like, uh, did he get elected with the help of the black community? Because he does have the support of the black community. um, Because, sorry to tell you, the black community may not be as progressive as you want to think they are. You know, a lot of them are Christian. They grow up in the Church of God in Christ and Protestant churches. And they, you know, they have some social conservative views in a lot of ways. That don't align with all the breakdown of the family and all that shit that the progressives want. The progressives just want America to look like a fucking rave. Let's be honest. They just want to turn it into a rave where you can't tell who's who. Everyone's got purple hair and everyone is on Molly. And black, black, the black community may not be down for that. They want it to turn more into a sexy and grown kind of, you know, Nostalgic Keith Sweat concert. So it's what it is. Little Mary J. Blige. Yeah, feel me? So with the support of the black community, Terry McAuliffe, Terry McAuliffe has won with a 62% majority, the Democratic primary, which is going, uh, which signals kind of an end of that progressive dream In Virginia, people are wondering, like, what is this? What does that mean? They went progressive, and it looked like things were headed that way. And then Joe Biden, boom, he wins uh, the primaries, boom. Bernie's ousted by a fucking lot. And now all these progressive advances seem like they may be turning back the other way, and the quote-unquote moderate Democrats might be making a comeback, or the conservative Democrats might be making a comeback. What's going on? How do we read into this? What is the zeitgeist telling us? What's the word in the street? Um, The word on the street, progressives, is like, you're definitely the loudest, but you're definitely a huge fucking minority. You are the crazy one on the subway. So everyone hears you. Everyone knows you're there. And everyone is scared of you thinking, oh my God, they're going to cancel me or they're going to go back and hear something I said, or I'm going to lose my job and stuff like that. And so everyone is quiet. It's the same way why a guy as short and fucking ugly and not airy looking as Hitler could take over a country because he had a big fucking mouth. If you got a big mouth and, and you're confident and manipulative and a big mouth and fearless because you're a psychopath, you can get away with a lot because people don't want to deal with you. It's the crazy person on the train. They're like, hey, man, I'm just trying to get home to my kids. I don't want to make my day now about you. So you get away with a lot. You scream the most. You're the loudest. But the message is the overwhelming majority of yes, even left-wing people do not agree with you about a plethora of issues. And I expect to see more of a backlash against what has become the dominant culture in corporate America and entertainment in Washington. Um, It's an overcorrection. And it's not something that you can... um, say we didn't see coming because that's what humans do. Like my good friend Jesse Scatoro, all word, one word, Jesse Scatoro on the gram tells me, there's no end to up. And as the old Roman proverb goes, the key is to know when to put down your sword and pick up your plow. People can't do it. Once you become a fighter, you don't know how to stop. I think most of the progressive wars have been won. So tone the fuck down. Let people have a father. (laughs) Let a man be a guy if he wants to be. Nobody cares if you're trans or if you want to get married and you're gay. I think the latest poll, 70%, 70% of Americans are in favor of gay marriage. You fucking won that. Welcome to the club. Now you guys can't fuck on Grindr as much without a fight. Congratulations. No, but you get some benefits and shit like that. I get it. But most people are in the middle and they lean either left and right. And the people who shout the loudest on the left and the people who shout the rightest loudest on the right, these fucking morons have made everyone in the middle who leans left or leans right feel like there's something wrong with them. And I'm here to say the opposite is true. And this is a safe place for you. If you're in the middle and you lean left, I take you in, you're one of my own. If you're in the middle and lean right, I take you in. I doeth not call you Nazi. I willeth unto youeth, never looketh downeth on youeth. And forgive, I forgive as long as you donate to patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays, the Church of Longology. I accept you, my brothers and sisters in the middle who lean left and lean right. And if you lean left and you want that health care and you support social services and you support uh, uh, you support uh, LGBTQ issues and you support whatever it is on the left, I accepteth youeth. As long as your high taxes still give you enough to pay $5 at patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days where now I will also be doing the rigorous podcast with Marisa. So if you're a Marisa fan, I'm trying to use Marisa now to get you to pay for the Patreon content. So new episodes of Squeaky Clean, which is the bonus episode of the podcast every week on Thursday at patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. So if you want another dose of Yanni Long Days, sign up. It's only five bucks to access that episode, weekly episode, patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Support the show. Become a producer of the show. Become a long hauler. Don't be a fucking dude. You got me? Now, I'd like to give a shout out, of course, to Eastside Cheesecakes, who, believe it or not, if you go to their gram right now, has made a key lime cheesecake for your holiness, Yanni Longdays. So um, why not send that to Jesse's house too? (laughs) He's like, yeah, send that. Um, So Eastside Cheesecakes on the gram. Okay, all one word, Eastside Cheesecakes. Give it up for Julia and Gregory. Okay, another two people who migrated from New York to Los Angeles and they're making cheesecakes and they are blowing the fuck up and just go follow their gram. It's food porn. It's delicious. Everyone knows cheesecake is the goat of fucking cakes it's either ice cream cake or cheesecake enough of the fucking muffin cakes it's a fucking enough i don't want more bread i want cheesecake with sugar or i want ice cream i want fudgy to wear or i want east side cheesecakes so go support them east side cheesecakes eastsidecheesecakes.com order a cheesecake they're in the los angeles area you guys got to go fucking natural natural you got to go national Stop fucking around, man. Come on, man. Go national. Go big or go home. Also brought to you by Blue Agave, uh, one of my favorite restaurants in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Support local. If you're listening to this podcast and you live in the New York City area, go fucking check Bay Ridge. It's where we stomp around. You may even see me at Blue Agave. Sit outside. Blue Agave, Bay Ridge is the gram. Uh, give it up for Joseph DeMonte. Hey, ma, just l- l- let me a couple dollars. Okay, I'm going to fucking open a joint. Uh, paying cash. Uh, I don't know. They, they accept cards. Uh, so go to Blue Agave in Bay Ridge on 3rd Avenue. Then we got, of course, uh, Max, Mr. Good Guy, Long, Good Guy's Refrigeration. What are you going to do? you Are going to hire a bad guy to fix your fridge? Are you going to hire a good fucking guy? Are you going to hire a fucking guy who's good and sits in his truck and listens to this podcast right now? He's listening to this podcast right now. He's getting a call. Hello? Yeah, this is Max. I'll be there in five minutes. What happened? The fucking ice tray's not working. Dun, 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 dun. And he puts on his fucking Superman cape and he comes in his truck and he fixes your fridge. The guy fixes fridges and I love him. Max, Mr. Good Guy Long, Good Guy's Refrigeration. So that's what you hit him up. Good Guy's Refrigeration. He's in Seattle and Palm Springs. So if you listen to this podcast and you live in those two areas, there's only one guy who's fixing your fridge and he ain't going to be a bad guy. Then we got ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. Jared is the most screwed in member we have because I think I've seen like an ExclusiveAutoShipping.com commercial on ABC. So hit up Jared at ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. Nationwide, they move your car. You need to move your wheels. You got a grandmother or a mother-in-law you wanna move out of town, she's in a wheelchair. Call exclusiveautoshipping.com. They'll come pick the old fucking bag of tricks up and ship her out to Phoenix on the top of a fucking car vacation style, Chevy Chase. She'll pass away of natural causes. So if you need to move a car, exclusiveautoshipping.com, get your free quote. Tell them long Day sent you. Then of course, mine and Jesse's favorite, um, Rob's Mental Playground. It truly is a mental playground, Okay um you go to his instagram it looks like it's in the walls of bellevue the kid is fucking wild and i love him if a hyena was a person it would be rob at robsmentalplayground.com youtube rob's mental playground and the gram rob's mental playground go buy a fucking print from this kid all right keep him in business so he can keep supporting me because he's the funnest sponsor we have and i want to give a special special shout out to our first big glue gunner who joined mike Milanov. All right, this is a kid I've been DMing with on Twitter, and he's a wild, wild child. Okay, his name is Dimitar, my glue gun is bigger than Yanni, the Bulgarian stallion, wasting money, equal to five small business sponsors, Bulgaria is better than Greece, Milanov. Guess what, Bubbas, you join at that level, I agree with you. Okay, I am now Bulgarian as well. A lot of people they forget Bulgaria. Now they will remember because of Mike Milanov. Go to his Instagram, it's Fix Nation. T H I Z N A T I O N. If you don't know how to spell Nation, you're probably a fan of this show. Fix Nation. Check out my gram, you'll be seeing a video I'll be making for him there. Welcome to the Long Haulers. You are now king. You are king of the long haulers. You're number one. You're the Vladimir Putin of the long haul gang, Bubba. You're in it. Your hours are 25 in a day. You are Mr. Long Days. And now for our new Patreon members, we encourage you to write a funny name down, try to make it into the Hall of Fame. We have some great Hall of Famers already And thank you for joining. Patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. Our newest long haulers give it up for mom made me proud by letting Yanni crack her open until I found out she thought. So that's a kid who didn't finish his train of thought. Welcome, my brother. I love you. Then we got Anne straight to the oven, Frank. God damn it. Um, Petrit. Ismali, welcome. How you doing? Uh, then we got Skyler, the Skin Flute playing Squeak. <laughs> then we have Bird. Bird joined. Welcome, Bird. Then we have Ryan Neiman. Welcome, Ryan. Alex, thank you. Bethy L. Hey, girl. Paul Anatau. Paul, Paul Antonow. Paul Antonow. Paul Antonow. How you doing, Paul Antonow? Is it a, I think he's an Italian kid. How you doing, Paulie? Then we got Joey Rodriguez. Que pase mi gente. Raul Colomb. Que pase mi gente. Then we have Nina Wadois. What kind of name is that? Long day old bagels, cuz. <laughs> Take note of that one. I think that's the hall of famer. Uh, don't try to fucking get me with the day old bagels. I'm an expert and I will know. Is there anything more disrespectful? Christopher. Childers, welcome, Christopher Childers. Tyler Rackard, welcome. Yanni Wazowski. <laughs> Yanni Wazowski, thank you. Then we got Moises, Shalom. Then we have, uh, of course, Mike Milanoff, king of the long haulers. Mark, Jeff, David Goulouse, David Goulouz. Then we got Soul Joel's Heated Lap. Hall of Famer for sure, but I don't know if anyone is beating long day old bagels, cuz. Um, then we got Ismail Santiago, then we got Glip Glop, <laughs> then we got Crack for Jack, Crack for Kerr, Jack for Kerr, how am I supposed to read that? It's Cracker Jack, but there's two fours instead of A's, so this kid is full-blown Franks and Beans. Then we got Eric, which is spelled Eric. Like a German E R I C H, so it's Eric. Welcome, Eric. Then we got Plume Pagus, the wretched. <laughs> Plume the wretched. Welcome, Plume Pagus. Then we got Bernard Bernard Lau. Welcome, and then we got. Make no mistake, Yanni is John Stamos with an extra chromosome. <laughs> Here we have it, Hall of Fame. Then we got Joel Waneza, Alec Eights, and then Gaius makes. Gaius, make no mistake, Negro, hegemon of Siberia. Gaius, make no mistake, Negro, hegemon of Siberia. Uh, you're, some of these kids are full-blown. brother. school. Then we got Nate Myers, and uh, here's a good one. Yanni Nagasaki. <laughs> so those were that's another Hall of Famer, but of course, the winner uh, obviously goes to Long Day Old Bagels Cuz. So thank you, guys. Patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. Come join the long haulers and uh, receive your bonus content over there, which now includes Marisa Rodriguez as well as all the other characters you love, including the new one, Long Island Larry. So I'll see you next time.